Thanks for listening to Sex with Emily. One of the reasons you're able to listen to us for free is because of the incredible people at Good Vibrations. Good Vibrations is a sex-positive store carrying the best toys with an informative website at goodvibes.com. I got my very first toy from Good Vibrations, so I've been a fan for a long time, and they never disappoint. They have a huge online store at goodvibes.com, and you can literally find anything on there from toys to DVDs to games. Just click on the Good Vibrations banner at sexwithemily.com and enter coupon code GVEMILY20 for 20% off on orders of $100 or more. So check it out. You'll help yourself, and you'll help keep Sex with Emily free, just like it should be. Thanks for listening. I promise your sex life will improve. Hi, everyone. Thanks for listening to Sex with Emily. I no longer have the Friends with Benefits program. My podcast is completely free so that you can always enjoy Sex with Emily. Thanks for listening. Because uh, my man E here, he just got his heart broken. He thinks you're kind of cute. The girl's got to have her standards. Oh, my. The women know about shrinkage. Isn't it common knowledge? What do you mean, like laundry? It shrinks? Can we not talk about sex so much? Are you kidding me? Oh, my God, I feel so good. Being bad feels pretty good. Well, you know, Emily's not the kind of girl you just play with. You're listening to Sex with Emily. We're talking about sex relationships and everything in between. For more information about Sex with Emily, go to sexwithemily.com where you can have all of your sex questions, issues, concerns taken care of. So thanks, everyone, for going to Sex with Emily. A lot of you are watching right now. It is Free Friday. It is the Free Friday show. That means anyone, wherever you are, you get to watch the show. And hopefully you'll really enjoy it because I'm so excited. I love that it's Fridays. I love that it's Friday and that we get to do the show. And I'm very excited about it. Today we'll be talking about why we always date the wrong type and the type of personalities you should watch out for. We will also be reading your emails that you send to feedback at sexwithemily.com. Some topics include G-spot orgasms, pregnant sex, tantric sex, and phone sex. There's so much sex to talk about. God, we've got a lot to do today. Um, so we also, if you want three free months of sex with Emily, if you're just watching the show and you're like, God, what is this friends with benefits program she has, which is amazing, by the way, if you become a friends with benefits member by signing up, you get four shows a week, you get answers to your questions like that, like any relationship, any sex question you have, we answer it, you get free stuff, you get just access to me, access, we do webinars, we're going to do cool stuff. So just, you want to become a friends with benefits member and every single day, we are selecting someone who has liked our Facebook page, our fan page, which is Sex with Emily, facebook.com slash Sex with Emily, and all you have to do is like it. And if you've already liked it, you're good. You're eligible. And we'll be selecting someone to win three free months of Sex with Emily, which is really exciting. So, what's up, Menace? How you doing? Happy Free Friday. I know. I uh, enjoyed the Free Fridays. I'm just tweeting about it right now. Oh, so that's awesome. Why I'm not looking at that's you. Okay. I know that you like the attention. I can, I like the attention of what? From you? <laughs> For me, I know I hate when you. you pay. I hate when you don't pay attention to me. It's like my. It's your pet. It's peeve. my biggest pet peeve. Well, I can talk about the thirty minutes free of Fire TV that everyone gets when they become a Friends with Benefits member. When you sign up for your account at Fire TV, com, this is when you become a Friends with Benefits member. Not only do you get the super hot movie Wealth and Deception in your library to watch on your TV, computer, phone, and tablet, but you get thirty minutes free to watch whatever you want, wherever you want. So all you got to do is you got you do have to sign up for Fire TV. You do have to give them your credit card. They will not charge it. I promise you. And then you launch their chat window, say, Emily sent me, and you get 30 free minutes. They are the Netflix of porn. So if you've been wanting to explore explore porn or check something out new, we love Fire TV, F-Y-R-E-T-V.com. Menace, are you done not paying attention to me? Yeah, what's, I'm what's done. I'm just waiting for you to do your spiel. Uh, what's going on with you on the Lots Friday? of stuff <clears throat> is going on for me. I'm a little under the weather, sorry. So what's going There's on? There's always something with you. Yeah. Weather, I'm I'm the weather, you're tired, you're busy. What's going on? Um, things are good. It's the weekend. I'm really excited. I'm actually getting out do? of the city. I've talked about this before on the show, and I don't want to like be like Debbie Down or the weather sucks in San Francisco because I hate those people who talk about it. Like, have you ever heard the quote from Mark Twain? We've all heard the quote from Mark Twain that the coldest winter I ever spent was a summer in San Francisco. I'm going to say it. It is freezing cold here. It's like 54 degrees and cold all the time. So I, for the last two months, and it's miserable. I'm personally not miserable. I'm okay with it, but I am leaving town. Where are you going to go? I'm going to go up to Sonoma for a friend's birthday. First, I'm going to Simpson Beach, which is about an hour outside the city. My friend has a house there. We're going to stay there with a bunch of friends. Might not be so warm. Not sure yet. But then I'm going to go up to Sonoma, which I hope for another friend's birthday. And I hope that it's very warm there. 
at least we get summer because we don't get summer here. There's no sun. Are you going to be making out to anybody to um, keep you warm? I hope so. I, what if I'm not? Yeah. Are you bringing? Are you bringing? I'm not. Sand no. Beach? Okay, so I had. Okay. I can. I could bring one of these dudes. Yeah. But um, I'm not going to. I like to fly you gotta solo. Leave, you gotta leave your options open. Exactly. <laughs> I like to fly solo to things like weddings. Never bring a date. What? I don't like to bring a date. Hate it. Weddings are a great place to meet new people, and I don't mean like. Yeah, but everybody else is bringing. Yeah, dates. but then I get to get talked to all the oh. fun couples. I swear to God, my favorite thing is going somewhere without a date. Not that I don't like bringing mm. dates sometimes, but I prefer. I default on the side of like when they say, "Do you want to bring a date?" I say no. I bet all the women hate you. Why? Because you're talking to their. No, I'm to talking their to dates. them too. I'm, 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 and there might be someone new. And it's not just because I'm always like looking for the bigger, better deal or is there a different option. Mm-hmm. It's just easier for me to fly solo on the weekends. I've got parties to go to, things to do, mm-hmm. stuff going on. Cool. It's well, good. I'm, I'm happy for you. Thanks. What are yeah. you doing? Are you going to make out this weekend? <clears throat> probably not. I'm probably going to uh, It's been like hibernate. way too long. You should get your sexually only card rescinded. <laughs> I, uh, I, I might go to a show if I can make it tonight. Just like um, You seem tired and under the weather. Why yeah. would you do that to yourself? Because it's this new artist that I'm really excited about. Okay. So I might go to that and then just kind of rest. And then the next weekend will be all parties. and Why? Because I'm going to uh, the VMAs. The MTV oh, in LA. Awesome. Awards. Yeah. Video uh, we got to get awards. you all dressed up. Yeah. So I'll be there for four days and just, and I'm sure it'll just be just nonstop parties and yeah. drinking alcohol. You hate that. I'm so sorry. I hate it. I'm so sorry you yeah. have to do that. That sounds awful. But see, the thing with me is like some people, they, they don't know when to rest. Like it's the weekend. I need right. to go out. I need to go do something. Right. I can't stand those people that right. are like, it's Friday. I can't stay home. Oh, yeah, I got over home. that years ago. You can stay home. It's I fine. used to feel that way, but I love yeah. staying home on the weekends. Yeah. But me lately, too. I mean, I've got stuff. I've got to go away. i got to do things. Mm-hmm. And then next weekend is my big oming weekend, my orgasmic meditation. Uh-huh. And I have to say, like, I'm sort of blocked it because it's so overwhelming to me. But I am going to be owned. Um, my clitoris will be massaged by strangers for a weekend. <laughs> oh, that's all I got to say that's cool. about it. So, um, yeah, it'll be fun. I'm going to be sequestered in some room and be massaged. We had a guest on the show a few uh, weeks ago, though, Nicole Daydon. <laughs> I hope so. From One Taste, San Francisco. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm going to come back and report on that. But that's next weekend. So we got to wait a whole week for that. What if I'm a changed person? Mm-hmm. Apparently, yeah. you walk around in a state of orgasmic bliss all the time. Like, I'm always orgasming, which I feel like I always am anyway. I'm always happy <laughs> and smiley. And I'm going to be really interested on the outcome of this. I know. I know you are. Maybe you'll take a course. I hope you video blog it. I hope I, I hope I don't. <laughs> I hope I don't get to that point of video blogging. Yeah. I really, really, really hope that I don't. So, yeah. Um, what, anything else? Oh, no, that's it. I was oh. waiting for sex in the news because there's something I want to share. That's why. I'm why do you, like, oh, you have sex in the news to share before yeah, I read my sex in the news? I, I can do either or. Okay. Uh, what are you going to say? I was going to talk about, uh, I heard this morning that Kim Kardashian's wedding is going to cost $20 million. Crazy. Okay. So what I did, I, I she could solve cancer. I did some, uh, part of it. I did some mathematical breakdowns and I posted on my blog today. You did? Yeah. Whitemenace.com. Of what $20 million, what you can do with $20 million. A lot. And I have like 10 different breakdowns if you want to hear some. Mm-hmm. I think they're kind of funny. You can buy 1,300 Honda Civics. Wow. That's a lot of <laughs> Honda Civics for people. <laughs> you can buy, sorry, I'm loading the page. It goes one by one. You can buy $6,666,666 Big Macs okay. from McDonald's. Right. This is so depressing. <laughs> Why is it depressing? That she's spending $20 million. That anyone spends $20 million on a wedding. Watch one day. I'll do that. But, well, but here's the thing. If you can, that's true. And she's got like millions and millions and millions of dollars, right? Like she's this, she's this empire. Yeah. I mean, but she's just worth for like me, 30 million. For one day, one, yeah, so she's worth $30 million, spending $20 million on her wedding, but yeah, I guess but her it, husband. Yeah. Her and then husband, she's probably being sponsored by the yeah, that yeah. network oh, and yeah. stuff. Yeah. You can buy, it's not her own money. You can buy 100,000 iPhones. Wow. And I just think I want one. <laughs> You can fly uh, to San Francisco and back 50,000 times. Right. But it's going to be quite a party, I'm sure. It better be. That's all I'm saying. There's a thousand guests that are going to be. That's a lot. That are invited. Justin Bieber, the who's who's. But they said that they have to cut 50 guests this. Why? uh, In the next couple of days because they overbooked. Oh. Over a thousand. 
You think once you get past like 500, you're cool. You're like, let's just invite yeah. everyone. We'll invite the mailman. We'll invite that nice person to dry cleaner on the street. Yeah. Um, yeah. I have, I have some other ones that are not too interesting, but there's one that I want to find. Okay. You can buy one million pairs of van shoes. How many vibrators can you buy? That's what I want. I don't know. But this is this one I like. You can uh, rent a studio apartment in San Francisco for 1,666 years. Wow. That is crazy. With $20 million. Oh, my God. That just, just, yeah, that is amazing. That's a lot of money to spend on a wedding. I mean, what's her wedding going to be? Why, where's all the money going? Flowers? I'm sure she's going to pay to have some artists perform. That costs a couple million. You know, I, I they paid, J-Lo just did a wedding uh, right after she got divorced for like a million to do two songs. Right. They get paid to do that stuff. Yeah. It's amazing. I just think that the wedding thing, and granted, I'm not a like, celebrity with all this money. I get, I just think. The money that you spend on a wedding, especially if you don't have, like, let's talk about lay people, like commoners, mm-hmm. just put all that attention, all that energy into a wedding. It's like there's so many other things you could do with that mm-hmm. money, like put a down payment on a house, like have a little party with your friends. But why do people go crazy on their wedding day? Like it has to be this whole thing. I've never had that drive. Yeah. As we know. Oh, here's another one that I, I yes, broke down. Yes, you love it's your own vlog. Look how cute you are. No, no, because no, I did all the math. Blog. I did the you math did that, this Right, morning. that's hard. Math is hard. So you could take a limousine from Los Angeles to the state of Maine and back. 2,403 times. Oh, my God. Just for this one night that no one's going to remember because yeah. they're going to be blitzed or whatever. Yeah. That's amazing. Menace. It's crazy. Crazy, crazy, crazy. But, yeah, you can check out the rest. That check menace. out the rest. Menace.com. Yeah. We love Menace.com. There's so much happening there. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, <laughs> sex in the news on Free Friday. How women set the price of sex. You'll like this menace. A new study argues that gender inequality causes women to withhold sex from men until they get what they want, which is probably what you already think. Okay, there's a study showing that people in countries with greater gender equality have more sex as defined by number of lifetime partners, frequency of casual and premarital sex, and attitudes towards abstinence. They theorize that inequality forced women to use sex in order to get various resources, meaning they'd have to restrain it until men provided these resources. Mm -hmm. By this logic, sexual activity would essentially be governed by women's economic decisions. To recap, guys really want women to have sex with them. And if they don't, it's because women are enforcing a system where nobody gives it up unless she gets something in return. Do you think this is true? You think that I think that's just how it is here also. But the only thing there's is gender like inequality they, everywhere. I, I think that they, they actually do give it up more, but they're still getting something out of it. Yeah. Okay. So wait, here's this thing in Salon. It says women should engage in the artificial restriction of sex until later in the relationship for a greater future goal. So women just shouldn't jump into bed right away anyway. But I don't think it's nice to like withhold sex from your partner because you want something. But I guess people do that all the time. Oh, my God. Have you been with the woman who's like, not tonight, honey, until you take out the trash? No. No? No, I haven't. No, okay. I've never thought to <laughs> I do said, that. I, oh, always I, want, gotta... I always want sex. So I'm not going to do that because that hurts me. I'm never yeah. like... Oh, no. I'm like, oh, but, you can leave the door behind this, you. This is commonplace that women think that to do this because if that's mm-hmm. the com- a lot of women, that's their only commodity that they have, mm-hmm. right? So, since the beginning of time. Is their vagina is their only commodity? If women, like in third world countries, women who don't have a lot, it, it is their sexuality that they, yeah, they don't have a lot. Like, mm-hmm. they, the women's sexuality is very over, a very powerful thing that it's it a is. very much needed commodity, much, much desired commodity. Made Adam eat the apple. Okay, now girls and boys are starting puberty earlier. I've heard this in the news lately. Oh, yeah. Studies have shown that girls are reaching puberty younger and younger to the point that Kotex now is a line of maxi pads for eight-year-olds. How do you, you're not even having the sex talk with them when they're eight. And I only know that because my eight-year-old niece, by mistake, had to prematurely have the sex talk after staying at my house and seeing all my sex books. And that apparently was too early. You're a terrible aunt. There hasn't been as much discussion of when boys start puberty, perhaps because it doesn't require an awkward trip to buy new undergarments and is less noticeable to adults. However, a new study says that like girls, they're maturing earlier than ever before. So he says he can tell, da-da-da-da. The spike in death are okay. He believes that the causes of early maturity in both boys and girls are improvements in nutrition and our ability to fight diseases. So we're, I guess we're healthier. But there's no cause for concern. I guess it's everything a, changes. They say it's diet, all the fast food yeah. and everything. That's well, no, it says it's nutrition. While adolescents become nutrition, adults. Yeah. Diet. But it's not saying it's unhealthy. But I think that it is. Believe the early cause of maturity, both girls are, are are improvements in nutrition. So they're saying it's like not a bad thing. Important decisions in life are being made with an increasing distance from the recklessness of youth. 
So they reach adulthood lady later. I mean, I think it kind of messes you up. I really think that age is really early to have to be having that talk with someone. To to have the sex to have talk? Your period, yeah, oh, you have your period, period and this is what it means. That it messes them this whole up. The world's falling apart. I mean, they're going to find out eventually. I know, but that's but I, don't know I found why out that's that age their... is very young. <laughs> yeah, but I'm just saying, I mean, does it, I don't know, may, does it make you go through like menopause earlier? It says there's some life? benefits. Well, adolescents become adults earlier in a biological sense. They reach mm-hmm. adulthood later, reaching their social and economic roles. Okay. Yeah. So why are you knocking it then? I'm not knocking it at all. In fact, I'm, I was expecting it to be knocking it, but it's not. Okay. Media representations of women have become more pornified. I guess we know this. A new study from University of Buffalo tends to confirm that over the last decade, the popular media portrayal of women has become increasingly sexualized, which seems to be self-evident. So they looked at the Rolling Stone covers from 67 to 2009 as fodder with which to measure change in media representations of men and women. So there was a scale of sexual sexualization to measure degrees of sexualization and how graphic the sexual image was. So researchers found that in the 60s, 11% of men were sexualized compared to 44% of women. And in the 2000s, 17% of, of men were sexualized compared to a whopping 83% of women. So from the 60s, where it was 40%, it like doubled to 83% that women are completely sexualized. In fact, I think women are only sexualized. Like very rarely you're going to see a woman on a magazine cover who's not being hypersexualized, right? Instead of it's in a less it's country living magazine. Or something, <laughs> right? So what, is, what message are we sending? I don't know. I think people are overanalyzing all this stuff. People are analyzing all this stuff. Then we'd have no sex in the news. Yeah, but you're trying to say... Are you saying that it's trying to it's taking power away from women? I think it yeah, gives I'm just women saying, power. It's just saying that, for instance, parted lips, exposed tongues, partial or full nudity, and sexually explicit language could all justify receiving points. Images were identified according to three categories: um, not sexualized, hypersexual. I just think that that's the way pop pop culture is going. Does it uh, degrade women? Or I think it gives women. That's a whole other discussion. It gives women. I think it gives women power because didn't you just say? I just said that the most powerful women (laughs) that women's power for thousands Mm -hmm. of years, hundreds of thousands of years, has been repressed. That women's power actually was like the leader of the world. The women's Mm -hmm. vaginas were our power. It's it's an all knowing power. Once men realize that women have so much power, they've forever since the beginning of time been trying to squash women's power. But now it's coming out again in this sense of because we are we, we scare men. Our sexuality scares men. So it's always trying to be repressed. And now women are coming. I don't think this is a surprise. Does that make sense? Yeah. Well, if you break down like everything that a guy does, it's just to get to a vagina. Everything yeah, is about everything. sex. Everything. 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 Like why you like, wore those glasses today. Yeah, You're hoping where, to get laid. Yeah. No, just like. But maybe not that t-shirt. They want to get laid in that t-shirt. In the Giants t-shirt? I know a lot of hardcore. Giant, I don't know about that. Beautiful women that are hardcore. Whatever. Fans. Um. Like men, they want to make a certain amount of money so they can buy the house, so they can buy the car that invite that impresses the woman that they want to. Right, everything. So, but, I mean, car. Yeah. yeah, why they buy the car? They, why everything? Mm-hmm. I believe that everything you can type most major like social, economic, political events, you, are, great art you can tie back to sex or the mm-hmm. you know romance, desire, jealousy. Great works of art have been created because of jealousy, romance. Great, great nations have crumbled under that. Too. <laughs> yeah. Okay. The power of the V, as they say. I know. It's amazing. Sexting punishment is unjust, says magistrate. A senior Victorian magistrate who presided over a case in which a youth pleaded guilty to teenage sexting offenses as condemned as unjust. So the young man was to be registered as a sex offender because he was sending a sext. They found pictures on his mobile phone and laptop. Was he sending it? Was he over the age and he was sending it to a minor? He presided over the case of the country that the youth then age 18 who was sent four uninvited texts, message pictures of girls between 15 and 17, topless or in their underwear. So, yeah, they found the pictures on his phone that he was getting from younger women. Oh. Uh, yeah. It says it's unjust, though. Everyone's sexting. Kitchen. If he's responding to it, then, then yeah. I mean, I, to be registered as a sex offender, I don't know. But you, you know you're going to get in trouble if you're a re- you're replying to these naked photos right, right, of underage right. chicks. Exactly. Even though if you just turn 18. I don't even know where this was. Okay. I um, knew that right when I turned 18. You knew what? <laughs> Not to mess with any chicks underage. Under you never 18? did? No. Smart. <coughs> okay. 
Oh, we already did. We did this one, but I read, I'll read this again because I really liked it. Married men most likely to cheat at weddings. Didn't we talk about that a few weeks ago? Cheat at weddings? Yeah, maybe you weren't here. According to a dating site survey of over 2,000 men and women between the ages of 25 and 45, 32% of men said they had cheated on their partner at a wedding. This is why you never bring mm. dates to weddings. See, there's the there's the guy that didn't bring the date. Yeah, those are the kind of guys and, you want to hang out with, huh? No, I'm just kidding. Only 27% being unfaithful at a bachelor party. These numbers show that women are on the wrong track in their suspicions. Mm-hmm. So while you're at home yeah. freaking out because your boyfriend mm-hmm. or your husband is in Vegas, you should be really worrying about him going solo to the wedding. Yeah. Because he's sleeping around at the wedding. Yeah, because all those chicks all horned up because they want to get married. Oh, I'm supposed to go to a wedding in Only October. 11% of women viewed wedding as a golden opportunity for their worst halves to hook up. God, men are doing on the sly at the weddings. So you're going to a wedding alone? Maybe. Do you want me to go with your date? I'm a really good date. It's I'm in, a super fun date. It's in Boise, Idaho. Okay, fun. How much fun? Let's go. We never do stuff like that, Menace. You wanna, we never even like leave the studio and do anything. You want to party up in Boise, Idaho? I've never been. Yeah, I've been. It's, it's You're not, not taking me, are you? To Boise, You're like, Idaho. yeah, 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 whatever. It's just yeah. like those movies we're going to see together, which never happens, but that's cool. I'm down with that. Okay, so married men cheating. Do you have any friends if you've been to a wedding at that cheated? I'm trying to think if I've ever like been hit on by a married man. My type, my friends don't. My type of friends don't do that Whatever kind of stuff. Your friends do. I don't hang with those type of guys. Um, so I hang can, out with quality people. Yeah, how are yeah. your quality friends? They're good. And there's no girls, minus what the hell? What? No girls in the. In the spectrum, you still have your roommate situation going on. No, nah, that's kinda. what you're so you're so elusive about that. What? I just don't even know like what's going on in my life. Yeah. When something's good's going on, I'll share it. Well, it's There's been a long really... time. Let me just let me just like let <laughs> me just give time. you a reality check. Um, what are you talking about? I don't know. I just can't be the only one having sex on the show. You don't share it anyway. I do share. Okay. When's the last time you had sex? <sighs> a few days ago. Few days ago, how was it? <laughs> the problem is the, that people watch the show sometimes that I have sex with. Oh, so so I have to. Feel, it was amazing. It was the best sex I ever had. How's that? It was so good. I, I, you sound uh, like you're being sarcastic. I'm actually. I'm actually. Uh, when I think about it, I just. I have to. I. I can. I can't continue. You're being so sarcastic right now. It must have been lame. There was birds chirping and like the scars. The st- the, the stars. stars the came scars. Out. The stars parted and um, it was amazing. I've got some fascinating sperm facts here. Okay, you share those. Okay, believe it or not, your semen only contains about ten percent sperm. The rest consists of enzymes, vitamin C, calcium, protein, sodium, zinc, citric acid, and fructose sugar. So it's some, good for you. Yeah, totally. <laughs> some women complain of the taste of semen, and you can help. We did a whole show on this mm-hmm. once about the foods that people can eat to make their ejaculate taste better or whatever. Mm-hmm. While there are no studies to support it, it generally receives that kiwi fruit, celery, pineapple, watermelon can all make semen taste lighter. Heavy beer and coffee drinkers are, says, are said to produce Ugh. bitter tasting ejaculate. I'm sure it is. Alkaline based fish and meats make for a buttery taste, or if in doubt, invest in a tasty flavored lube or flavored deep throat spray. A healthy male produces about 70 to 150 million sperm a day. But when you ejaculate, you can use three times that. That's why you're so wiped out and fall asleep after sex. I'm drained out. When inside a woman's body, a sperm can last five days. That's some great sperm facts. Five days? Yeah, five days your sperm's swimming around. Just hanging out. Right. But your sperm's nowhere right now because you haven't had sex. (laughs) So you say. Okay, average volume of semen per ejaculation is one teaspoon which equates to about 200 to 500 million of those little guys in the average amount of semen produced each time you release. 200 mm-hmm. to 500 million? Yep. The average speed of semen at the moment of ejaculation. <laughs> oh, yeah. I asked for these breakdowns. I'm giving it to you. Why don't you prepare me? Do you want to know? I don't yeah. know. Because now you're excited. Yeah. The average speed of semen at the moment of ejaculation, what do you think it is? How fast? You should know this, being a dude who... 75 miles an hour. 31 miles an hour. Oh, Maybe yours is 75. Yeah. Maybe you could go on some show. Like, <laughs> you could be in the Guinness Book of World Records. Maybe yours is. Maybe we could get mm-hmm. one of those things, that, those timers that they have on the road yeah. when they measure the traffic. A radar gun. The radar gun. A sperm gun. Says, your sperm is now going <laughs> 52 miles an hour. And the human male ejaculates on average distance up to seven, wait, uh, of seven to 10 inches. The world record for the farthest spoof is 18 feet. 18 feet? But on average, it's 7 to 10 inches. Didn't you ask this before? Like, Yeah, that's why I was, that's why did, they probably, did the interns get this together? Yeah, they did, but they, but they yeah, didn't that's know. Probably she didn't why know. She just 
she, she, really? she just had a sense, maybe. Wait, 10 inches is average, and then the biggest one is like 18 feet? Mm-hmm. Like, that's not even... That is like... That's crazy. Yeah. I think you should start trying to break the record. That just would be some kind of fun hobby to take on. Feet. Then you could ejaculate a lot, and you can use that ejaculate. That you can use that vi- that masturbation <laughs> toy that I that I want to give you. Oh yeah. When you think I'm going to lose, when, when you lose feet. the contest that we're having, you're going to have to use it, and, and you're going to have to suck it around your penis. That's like an you're NBA dunking contest. I know. It's like crazy. where they jump over Honda Civics. Eighteen feet. You with eighteen feet, you can probably shoot over a car. Ah, it's impressive. Have it what land else would on you some do with such a face. skill, though? You're like, hey, my name's Menace, and I can shoot 18 feet. Is what that do hot? You do? do you just turn you some, on? You have some chick on the other side of the room to like, catch it or hit it with a rocket? I think that he must have had some kind of <laughs> people over measuring. I mean, how do you break a world record? Yeah. That would be interesting, watching this guy try to break the world record, I think, personally. You're going to watch this guy masturbate to see how far he can shoot? I don't know. Yeah, I don't believe him, but I don't believe it, but it is in the world's records. So... Okay, we can uh, get into some emails. Okay, what do you got? This is what I got for you. Like I said, some of the topics on the show include G-Spot orgasms, pregnant sex, tantric sex, and phone sex. And you can always email us at feedback at sexwithemily.com. You can also um, go on our website, our amazing website, sexwithemily.com, where you can just, there's an Ask Emily thing, form, tab, and you can just send it that way. Really easy to do. And when you become a Friends Benefits member, we answer your emails right away. Hi, guys. The reason for my email is to ask you about the female G-spot orgasm. Are there any different for Are they any different from normal orgasms? If so, what's the best way for me to give one to my wife? Is there a particular position that is better than another? Thanks for the show and keep up the good work. Daniel from Florida. God, we've been talking a lot about the G-spots lately. Because you're, you're working on that app, the G-spot locator. I am working on that app. Okay, rear entry positions are some of the most reliable when it comes to stimulating the G-spot during intercourse. But first, I would use your fingers. I would say or see if your partner knows where her G-spot is because a lot of times women have to do that work on their own. To kind of, a lot of women are lucky and they just kind of figure it out. But mm-hmm. sometimes they have to do some work on their own. So rear entry positions are the most reliable when it comes to stimulating G-spot. You can also try doggy style or the spooning position with both of you lying on your sides for a more relaxed option. And the penis should rub against the front wall of the vagina when she's on all fours. She should arch her back slightly and not put her head down on the bed. You can also try lifting her lips, her lips, her hips up a little and thrusting in a downward motion to perfect the G-spot mm-hmm. position. So lifting her hips up or doggy style. But <clears throat> just so you know that women, in, in order, most women, in order to feel any kind of G-spot sensations that are good, they need to have clitoral stimulation first. I'm just saying it's not going to happen because they all work together. It's all part of the same thing. Any comments on that, Madison? You've never seen a G spot, so you can't. Oh yeah, I never found a G spot before in my life. So but no, that book, the book, what was the book? The guy's book's name? Do you remember? <gasps> Billy Sunday Mars. Billy Sunday Mars. We did a great Google show him. this week. You, we we did should a, have links on sexwithemily.com. Right? Yeah, but but not everyone. If you're not a member, you this is free Friday. They can't yeah. see it. It was an awesome show, and I think it was Monday. Billy mm-hmm. Sunday Mars. He talked. Men, I've never seen Menace so so focused before on a guest, and so well, he had book. pictures in his book. He that's liked why. that it was a picture book about. <laughs> he liked all the pictures, not the drawings. Yeah, and um, about how to please your woman, and and about exercises that you can do that actually open you up and opens up your G spot and makes it easier for you to, women to have orgasm and men's because a lot of times like our hips are really mm-hmm. tight. But I he had like diagrams show. and all that he stuff. He had like diagrams. His book is called Fit for Love, and it's Billy Sunday Mars. Check it out on the website. And then become a member so you can watch mm-hmm. the show because you'll really like it. Okay. Also, oh, one more thing about the G-spot. When she's on top, she's in control. So on top positions like cowgirl and its variations are great for hitting the G-spot because the woman can angle her hips just right. That was another thing I wanted to say. He had like some crazy positions in like there. What? Like what? Uh, well, there was like some special like uh, sex wedge that he had. Oh, the wedge. You love the wedge. But it, I don't know if it was the wedge. It was like this. It was like kind of like a, a pillow box. Am right. I saying it right? Where it's just like it's shaped as a box and it's like two levels high. Right. And he was just like going crazy with some chick on there. They weren't naked, but like he was. Right. They had them, they're all crazy type of positions. <laughs> 
it was cool. <laughs> it's good to use props during sex like that yeah. for women to like lift their hips up and mm-hmm. to have like one of those wedges or use you just use a pillow. Yeah. Everyday pillow. There are special sex wedges that you can buy like at adamneve.com. Where, if you did go to adamneve.com mm-hmm. and you use coupon code Emily, you would get 50% off most items and three adult DVDs and a free gift. Good. Okay. Hi, Emily. Love your podcast. I've been listening for a couple months now. Also found you by accident as I was searching for fun podcasts to listen to. We always laugh at that. Yeah, right. You're accident. searching for fisting and anal penetration. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You were just having fun in iTunes. <laughs> You're like, either this or the Disney Channel. Um, my wife is now eight months pregnant. Prior to the pregnancy, we had sex three to four times a week. Her drive increased during the pregnancy. Oh, no. Yep. For the first few months of the pregnancy, while she was smaller, everything stayed normal. I was able to get her off every time, like usual, just with foreplay and sex. As she got bigger, it was harder for us to find a comfortable position. We slumped for a while. Of course, being the wonderful wife she is, she always offered oral and manual stimulation for me. To make a long story short, we got most of ours out of our slump by trying different positions and by going out and buying a toy. Thank you, Emily, for keeping the spark hot. The big O. Sign the big O. So they went out and bought a toy. Awesome. Sex toys. Sex toys during sex can help women who are having issues, problems, challenges, achieving orgasm, especially if she's pregnant. Yeah. Um, a good position, though, is this for when you're pregnant is a spooning sex position. It can be very comfortable for pregnancy sex when you're spooning. And your part- partner can position themselves behind you at different angles to allow for penetration. So when you're lying on your side and you're spooning each other. Yeah, I don't really see any. I was thinking of if there's any other positions, but I wouldn't recommend them. The spooning position. Number one. Sounds good, right? Yes. Okay. What's up with you in the water? You should turn the fan on. I need more water. Do you mind filling this up? (laughs) I'm so thirsty today. What's wrong with you? Because I drank last night. Not a lot. Ah, I see. That's what's going on. I had a few glasses of wine. How many is the flute? I went to my my friend's restaurant and I had... How many friends do you have that have restaurants? A lot of friends have restaurants. That's why they're my friends. Just kidding. (laughs) No, a lot of my friends own restaurants. I don't know why. They just do. It's just... Not a so lot, yeah, like, but a few, and they're good restaurants, and we always have lots of wine. I think that's what it is. Yeah. And salt. Salty foods. Okay. Italian. Just needed water. Emily, okay, uh, here I am. I'm a big fan of your show. I've been looking for an interesting podcast about sex, and I think yours is one of the best, if not the best one out there. Keep up the great work. Anyway, me and my friends, anyway, me and my friends were having discussions about tantric sex. The girls were raving about this guy they knew who was a master at it and said he'd gone for hours and Mm -hmm. hours. Me and the rest of the guys were skeptical as none of the girls had actually been with this guy. Is having sex for so long necessarily a good thing? Chafing would be a problem, surely. Wonder what your thoughts are on this work. Have you experienced tantric sex before? All the best, James from Singapore. We've gone over this. Quite a few times. Tantric sex? Achieving yeah. the big O. See, the thing about tantric sex is it's not about the orgasm. It's not about your typical orientation sex where, like, she, she has an orgasm, he has an orgasm. Instead, you attempt to prolong the art, increasing potent sexual energy and intimacy with your partner. So tantric sex is really about cultivating this energetic swirl with each other that you um, – and, and you actually use it to kind of stay in, a, in, or, in an orgasmic heightened state, but you don't actually have the orgasm. So if you feel with like tantric sex, please, like if you focus on the grand finale, you'll miss the amazing range of feeling the rest has to offer. It's a lot about breath and breathing, and it says it's health enhancing. Sexual energy is one of our most powerful energies for creating health. In the West, we sometimes view sex as a source of recreation rather than means of transformation. And so tantric sex is really about like transforming yourself. It's more spiritual I would love to try tantric sex. I've never have. Believe it or not. The most famous it's person. My, it's on my list. The most famous person to talk sting. about is Sting. I but then that. he says like, he immediately, he immediately just said recently, he goes, we're not like we're having sex the entire time. So I, now I don't get, there's not penetration the entire time. No, no. It's more like, it's more like um, you're, creating this energy with each other and you are having mm-hmm. sex but your br- your breath is aligned and there's a lot of foreplay involved and there's a lot of like touching and staring into each other's eyes wow and you're seriously it is about your energy becoming sounds like a nightmare i don't know how to explain it sounds like some hocus pocus hippie stuff i mean to you <laughs> this is gonna just like yeah exactly yeah yeah but i have had opportunities to try tantric sex before of course oh. to take courses i think i should do that as part of my continued learning <laughs> 
Because like next weekend I'm going. I like to how you course. get offered all these courses where people touch your vagina. Yeah, that's why I'm going to offer you a course, but I get to touch your vagina. Just FYI. <laughs> it's all it's all for the job, honey. What have you done for your work? I'm just saying, like, if there was courses to say, "Hey, I'm going to give you this course," and by the way, you get a you get fellatio. How yeah, psyched would you be? Yeah, maybe I'll okay. Be so am I crazy it. for saying yes to these things? Yeah, because you're a woman. I'm a woman who has a sex show, and if <laughs> I've not had tantric sex, I don't think I have. I would remember, right? It's just because the type of guys. Time like, I'm busy. I'm like, I gotta, like, I gotta it. relax. I gotta meditate. I gotta do the whole thing. I'm just thinking of the type of guys that would be offering to touch ponytails. Ponytails. Um, I knew you were gonna say that, so I said it. For really you. old, graying hair guys with like not beards, great don't beards. Don't stereotype and, the whole tantric nation. And they got an earring, and then you know they're. They're just not your living. Type. Maybe they got a tie-dyed shirt. Maybe, maybe how many do. guys at one time is touching your vagina? No, I'm not. I can guys are all tantric. No, 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 no. Tantric's different when you're working with. Yeah, one no, partner. but the vagina touching thing. Oh, the vagina touching. Yeah, people? how many guys at one time? It's not going to be. Well, it might be dudes. It might be girls too. Women. Okay, so you have women in there. One too. at a time. Oh, okay. Yes, massage. And they're not burnouts from like the hippie days. No, 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 no. They're like <laughs> real people who are. Who I've met who are interested in enhancing. What type of people are they? I don't know the who's going to be Oh, that. why are you smiling? Because the people that I'm describing no! are the people that are doing no, it. No, the dude I met. <clears throat> I met two guys who are part of Describe this whole Describe them. Describe them. Cute. Short nah. hair. Um, normal. Dudes. Normal mm-hmm. dudes with normal jobs. Mm-hmm. Like in technology and in, you know, okay. finance or whatever. They're not like hippies. Some... For sure. <laughs> we live in Northern California, for Christ's sake. Yeah, I mean, unfortunately. Um, but that's going to be next weekend, the clitoris rubbing, and that's going to be really exciting. I'm going to come in just exploding, having an orgasm probably. All right. On, no, I won't do it on camera here. Haven't done that yet. Emily, I recently discovered your podcast when I was looking for something interesting to listen to to get me through the 12-hour drive from my boyfriend's house to my own. I must say it definitely worked, and I've been listening to archived episodes ever since. As far as I can tell, you don't have an episode on phone sex, and I think it would make a great this make make a great topic for your show. I'm currently in a long distance relationship with, despite popular opinion that long distance never worked. It's going great. My boyfriend and I have managed to find a couple things to keep the spark, despite the thousand miles uh, distance between us. One night, after I had a couple of drinks, she probably got that advice from you. Mm-hmm. I called my boyfriend, and we engaged in some pretty hot phone sex. Ever since then, he has been trying to initiate it again, but I keep backing off or changing the subject. Ah. For some reason, other than that one time I was able to, I can't seem to get comfortable enough or creative enough to rely on words. Do you have any tips for someone new to phone sex? I love your show. I'm an officially a lawyer listener. Chelsea from Ontario, Ontario Canada. We have Take done more some shots. Like- Chelsea, what's going on? Why are you knocking it? Um, yeah, we've d- we actually have done a show on phone sex. You got to search for it on our site, which right now we are improving the search engine mm-hmm. on our site, so you can find that show. I wish I could tell you when it was. We'll e- maybe we'll have someone email it to you. But phone sex, I think it's just like don't be overwhelmed by it. Um, I mean, it's easy to become overwhelmed by it because you think it has to be perfect and you have to sound like a porn star and say everything right. Mm-hmm. But really, like Menace and I talked about this before when we did our phone sex show. Like, it's really just about describing. What you could describe last time we were together, uh, you know, baby, last time we were together, that was so hot the way you took my clothes off and touched my You gave breath. examples last time, but I can't remember. I'm giving them went. again right no, now. No, but examples like how how you would do it. How I would do it? Yeah. I would start like silly by telling you what you would like no, to no, do. No, like examples pretending you would, you're on the phone with I the did? Guy. Yeah. I did not. I swear. You're just saying that. So you just want me to have yeah. phone sex. Okay, let me pretend. Let me get in okay. there. Okay. Who am I having phone sex with? I got a, I I got a picture of a person. Some guy that has a lot of money in a company that he owns, and um, he has a Maserati. Who the fuck? That's not my type. <laughs> That's kidding. not my type. Okay, some guy that you really like. Okay, so this is hard <laughs> on demand. Um, I think I would say I would okay, be like... Okay, I'll set, I'll set up the yeah, scene. Yeah, help I'll set me. Up You're scene. a dude. Set up the scene, okay? He's off on some business meeting, all right? <laughs> so he's, he's out of the area. It's a it's a it's a Saturday night. You've already had a you know one glass of wine. You're not too tipsy, right? You know you're, you use your usual bubbly self, and then he calls you just to give you an update. But you're feeling kind of sexy that night, you right. know, because kinda you're sexy. wearing you're wearing some lingerie. Right? The Are house. you telling him I am? Yeah, and you got that yapping dog out of the house. 
And so you're having a <laughs> good time. She doesn't yes. And maybe there's some porn on in the background. So you're really in the mood. So then you, you go and you say... <sighs> Okay, so we call. So okay, this guy calls. There's a candle lit too, and the the lights are down. <laughs> the lights are down. The candles lit, and I'm wearing something super sexy, or at least you tell mm-hmm. them you are. So that's a good way to start. To say, "Hey, baby." So right now, I'm just lying here on my bed, and I'm just. That's wearing. how you talk to the guy. You're gonna give me the example. Hi, you- hi. So good to talk to you. Um, I uh, yeah, I was just lying here thinking about you, and um, oh, what am I wearing? I'm wearing that super sexy, you know how you think I look super hot in that white little tank thing that I wear? So I'm You're just all wearing over the place. Slow it down. So I'm just wearing, because we got, we got stuff Hold to do. Hold on. This oh is more God. important. We have like 20 I minutes. I can't do phone sex on demand without a real person. Should Come we call on. my, um, some dude that I've had phone sex with this year? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. To. Okay. And then you're like, I'm just sitting here, I'm just sitting here thinking about, okay, I'm just sitting here thinking about you and, um. This is how you would this talk to so, the guy. Yes! Would you stop interrupting? <laughs> this is the, the tone that you would be taking I'd with the say, guy right now? I'd um, say, yeah, that was so hot. I just can't stop thinking about you. Why are you laughing at me now? I'm trying. Go ahead. I'm so mad at you. I was just getting into it and you're yeah, laughing. Yeah, go for it. Um, it was like last week. It was so hot when we had sex and you were... I keep thinking about being on top of you and the way I was... I'm not going to, like, of being on top of you. And I just know the way that you were looking at me and the way I was looking at you is super hot. Our, it was, And I want to uh, feel you inside of me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't talk that way on the show, how wow. I would talk. I would describe a scenario. I would describe what you want, <laughs> something that you've done in the past, and then I would talk about what you would like to do to him. Why the hell are you laughing at me so much? Because <laughs> it's funny. It's funny. I'm glad I made. Do I make you laugh? Yeah, it's hilarious. But really, like you just kind of talk about past experiences because you mm. don't have to make anything up. You can be like, think of your favorite thing that you did, Chelsea, with your partner last time, and then describe it to him on the phone. Just be like, last time we were together, I loved when you came up from behind, ripped off my clothes, and kissed my neck, and you slowly went down on me or something. And then I can't wait until your penis is erect again in my mouth or something like that. Yeah, but just not in that tone where you're just having I'm not doing the tone now because I'm in my radio tone. I not told really. you to give the example, though. I did, and you laughed at me the whole time. You told me, <laughs> because you told it's, me. it's hilarious. Thanks. I just let me, for the record, <laughs> Yeah. I have performed phone sex and I've never been laughed at. And I've always had good results. Because they have it on mute. <laughs> Shut up, Menace. On the other side. And they're like, ha, ha, ha. No, I'm really good at it. I'm really good at it, and I'm, I'm sort of feel like you showed examples that you are really good at it. I did. No, you no, laughed at me. You didn't let all, me go through actually. that. Oh, you suck. Okay. No, okay, I won't say anything. Do, let's go into the, let's go into the what? I'll turn off my mic. Go ahead. Just no, go, I can't. It's the moment yourself. is gone. Redeem yourself. The moment's gone. We have to go into some sex. People tips. are gonna be so pissed. Go ahead. Well, I'll do it another day. I'll pre- I'll pre- I'll do it later. God. You ruined it, though, because you laughed at me. <laughs> I'm being vulnerable and open, and I'm about to have phone sex with my audience, and you laughed at me. Because it was funny. Well, that is not encouragement. Okay. I, I don't know. Come to your job next and laugh time, at you. Next time, I won't laugh. Okay. This is really important. This is our topic today. Okay. So you got to pay attention. I'm paying attention. This is like, okay, this is something that comes up a lot. Like, why we fall into certain patterns that we do, why we have certain types. Like, do you have a type that you date, typically date all the time? Um, Would you say you have a type? I would say there's types that I like, yeah. Okay. So a lot of times people have types, and they're kind of like annoyed. They're kind of like, why do I keep dating the same kind of person again? What you have to remember that it always starts out with you, right? So you attract certain people into your life. So it's not like these people are happening to you. You are making these scenarios happen. So if you find yourself in a rut with, like, the same guy who doesn't have a job and, like, sitting on his couch playing video games or whatever, like, that's not – that's you. So it's, like, taking responsibility for us. And it's also, like, a lot of the reasons why we date certain types has to do with our childhood – you know, how we were raised has to do with our relationship with our parents. Like if someone cheated on us in the past, like that's going to mess us up. So really a lot of it is like clearing up a lot of your past stuff and getting clear on what kind of person you really want to date. Like who, who's your perfect person? Like they always tell you to make lists, like make a list of like, really? When, yeah. Make a list of all the traits that you want in someone. Have you ever done that? I have, have not Have you ever made a list that. of because like the perfect those woman? people that always makes lists, we get made fun of because you'll never find everybody that 
anybody that you're not going to get everything, get but you're going to get a lot of it. So it's true. So people, so one of the first things we do is they always say we date our parents. My mom's been telling me this forever. She's like, mm-hmm. your dad was just like my dad. And that she got divorced from my father. Mm-hmm. And then we date our parents because they're the ones that are our main role models growing up. And we take off our pain. And like, do you ever feel like you've dated anyone that felt like your mother? No. Never? I no. stayed away from that. Right. Because you don't like your mom. <laughs> but that's usually why you would actually date someone like your mother. So sometimes we see that their behavior matches our unpleasant expectations. Our subconscious mind thinks they're a perfect match for us because we're so used to the behavior. So we might date mm-hmm. someone really abusive, like if our, our father or mother was abusive to us. We're used to that from the childhood growing from our childhood growing up. So we keep dating people who are abusive. So just look around your life and your patterns and are you attracting those kind of people into your life? What would be on your list? What, of the my types that I've dated? Yeah, you don't have to go on a long thing, but a couple things. A couple things. Um, I would say that I've dated like earlier, like in my twenties, I dated mm-hmm. a lot of like for some reason Irish Catholic alcoholics. Don't know why. Oh, sweet. They were super creative and smart mm-hmm. and funny and whatever, but they weren't really like like they just weren't my guy. They were they were alcoholics, but I, they were romantic and sweet and kind and great. And that was mm-hmm. kind of a type I was dating, or I think the artist type, who's like really trying to figure out his work but doesn't really have a steady job. He's like an <laughs> artist, you know. Terrible. So <laughs> no wonder what? you never want to get locked down because you were in the early ages. You're uh, dating assholes. <laughs> I wasn't dating assholes. I never ever dated losers, assholes. We're going to get into the seven deadly dating personality types. Oh, okay. We're going to get into that in one second. Art people that no. don't have jobs. No, no, no. These are more like psychological, emotional. So why do we stay in destructive relationships? Because it's easier to blame people for their bad behavior than to face what is what 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 we is that than to face the fact that we are looking for them, seeking them out, catching them, and we're we're looking for these people. So we must say it's them, it's their fault, but meeting the wrong people is not necessarily a bad thing. So if you're in a bad situation now with a bad, wrong person, like pull yourself out of it and be like, what can I learn from this situation? What can I learn from this person? Okay? So we got to break the cycle and we got to just learn that we need to get into more healthy, loving relationships. So just we get a lot of questions. People are like, do you think this person's right for me? And they break down like all these negative, bad things because I think people think they deserve certain type of things. And we, we're brought up believing that we... We do that we are supposed to like take certain kinds of abuses or date certain type of people, but really you have to I think we, it's all of our jobs to figure out what we want and not what our parents want for us and not what we're just replaying from our childhood issues, but what we want. Okay. Let's get into the seven deadly dating personality types. All right. What do you think? I wonder how many of these you've Can dated. I guess? Can mm-hmm. I guess? Or how many I fit in, you said? How many of these people you've born? Uh, dated. Okay, I'll I'll tell you. Okay, ready? What were you going to say? You were going to guess one? <coughs> the needy. Um, needy person? Nope. But maybe it's something Actually, else. Actually, I, th- I think I wrote something on this once. It says really? Top, I did top ten types of women you don't want to date. That's so nice. So go ahead and <laughs> go for Okay, it. the pleaser. Yeah. The unfortunate reality is that some people tell lies or over-exaggerate to seem better than they are, and they think they are or appeal more likable. What I mean by this is pretending to be more honest, successful, kinder, and younger, be a non-smoker when you're a smoker, more empathetic, and more giving than you really are. So the pleaser is lying to you and exaggerating about who they are because they Mm -hmm. want to just please you. Uh, Yeah, that's something to avoid. But And there's parts of this in every Like people have multiple persons. Like people have, like they'll be a pleaser and a controller. This is someone who feels that the way they think and operate is the right way to live. Anyone who doesn't understand this or can't fit around their lifestyle and opinions of how they think others should behave towards them is the wrong. They think that the person's wrong and needs to change. These people are overly sensitive about their own needs and think that they are incredibly kind and caring towards others. They will gently or otherwise demand that you act the way you think they should. Okay, I know these people. I've dated the controllers. In fact, I actually have dated. I dated several controlling people because my life often feels. Like it needs to be controlled because there's so much going on. So I have, in the past, gone towards more controlling men. I would say. Isn't that, that sucks. weird? Yeah. It doesn't seem like that for me because mm-hmm. I'm a very like controlling person in many mm-hmm. ways. But when it comes to relationships, I've tended to date men because I thought I needed them to control me. And really, you don't need anyone to control you. You have to control yourself. So I've definitely recognized that. The aesthetic. This is the type of dater who chooses a potential date based on covertly analyzing via Google, fa- Google, Facebook, and other means, their date's partner suitability status. Finding out if possible, the 
the person's credit store, credit score, arm candy score, social, business, and lifestyle status, and their vulnerability to psychological manipulation. Their catch cry, how can this person improve my lifestyle ambitions? Mm-hmm. So this is somebody who's just looking for, like, arm candy. Yeah. Some hot chick researching, like, how much money her dad makes or whatever. I've never dated anyone like that, I don't think. Have you? That's somebody is sustaining you for arm candy? Yeah, or who's, like, searching out people who they think will up their status. They're only into aesthetics and the superficial. Uh, I think I maybe dated one person like that, yeah. Okay. Because you're so um, handsome and debonair. No, not that. The codependent. This is big. A lot of people fall into codependency in relationships. This person is constantly seeking your approval and reassurance that you like them and want to be with them. They look for ways for you to pay them compliments, ask for your opinion, as they don't seem to have a solid one of their own, are indecisive, and will be interested in being totally immersed in your life. In extreme cases, negating their own. They are like puppies seeking constant love and attention even before your second date. They call, text, or email excessively prior to the first date if you've met in line. This is, these are all stereotypes, really. This is, it's sweet in the beginning, but at the end, these people are space invaders. They'll soon get your sick. They, soon, they will soon get sick of their catch cry, hi, it's me again, the codependent. And I feel like codependents are more like people who are both going through the person who's suffering, like the alcoholic. The typical situation is like being with an alcoholic and the wife, let's say she's dating a man who's alcoholic mm-hmm. and everything in her life. She's sort of the martyr and she's always like taking care of him and there for him. But she like almost like his disease has become her sole purpose in life. Like she mm-hmm. makes his disease her own and with negating all of her other responsibilities. It's unhealthy to be in a codependent relationship. Great book for that codependent no more. Read yeah, that. I mean – I definitely been in a relationship like that. You have. I was. <laughs> I remember. Uh, yeah. Or it just became more about taking care of that person than right. being in a relationship. Right. And it sucks. It sucks. You want to avoid these people, but everyone's got. What I'm saying is, no one's perfect, and you're going to find mm. some of these things. But it's just a matter of like recognizing the liar. This type of dater is emotionally dangerous. They tell stories and have truths to conceal what is really going on in their life. In general, they won't discuss in detail their past, and their life is full of huge money-making opportunities <laughs> they're working on. Frequently dropping names of influential people they know to make themselves look important. Keeping you away from meeting their family and only introducing you to a select group of their friends is a way to ensure you don't get the inside story on them. God their damn, catch cry sounds is, like me. <laughs> how can you not believe me? Sounds but like I'm you. I'm not the liar, but I just... Which part of this sounds like you? Not wanting to introduce people to... Why is that? Why do you keep people separate? You're not a liar. You just like to compartmentalize like a lot of people do. Yeah. It depends until, like, I am... I don't want to get in the situation I go, oh, where I go, oh, this is my girlfriend and blah, blah, and then something that I'm not too serious with, but I do hang out with a lot. Right. And then eventually, you know, that will die off, and then I have to deal with... But you're Everybody. not like inconsistent and lying and like you have your job and you have your thing. Yeah. So you're just, you're just, you just don't want girls to get too messed up into your stuff because you want to have your independence. Yeah. Just, and I, I don't want to, unless I'm really serious about them, then I will involve them in everything. But you will? Yeah. It's been a long time since you've done that. Yeah. I've learned my lessons. It's <laughs> good. Yeah. Okay. Then there is the serial dater. This type of dater is barely out of one relationship and looking for another. They hate being by themselves and seek companionship at virtually every waking hour. They seek to get into a long-term relationship very quickly. Their relationships are usually short-lived as they haven't dealt with why the last relationship didn't work and the one before that. There was always something wrong with the last partner. Nothing was ever their fault. They would look to have commitment very quickly from you. Uh, Their catch cry. Okay, that's enough about you and let's talk more about me. Serial dater. I used to be a serial dater, but I... Don't think. Yeah, I guess I did. I I actually did this part of it. I did the part where I didn't want to deal with the pain of the last relationship and I would constantly move into the next relationship. So that's like being a serial date. I was more of a serial monogamist. I would date for two years and then break up and then date someone else. Like literally like I break up with a guy and that night I got with my girlfriends because I'm single again. I do that crazy that girls do. Let's go to Vegas. And then I meet the the next guy that I date for two years. Literally like that night. Like I was couldn't be stopped. And I Mm -hmm. think I as a result that hurt. Like you should take time in between relationships. I think I avoided dealing any pain. That's when I was in pain avoidance phase of my life. I've known this girl from ever since I've known her since freshman high school has always had a boyfriend. I do not know her 
with going more than a week without a boyfriend. I think everyone needs time in their life without yeah. a boyfriend. Like you just without a girlfriend or a boyfriend, you just mm-hmm. need time. I think alone to like get to know yourself. There's a lot of people who do that. They stay with their, you know, all, mm-hmm. they stay with their high school sweetheart. I don't know. I mean, that's it works for a lot of people. But I just think if you are someone who's dating a lot, like try not dating. Try like, <coughs> like my manatorium mm-hmm. I took last year for six months, where yeah. I did not have sex and I did not date for six months. Do you remember a manatorium? Yeah, I don't know what that was all about. Either. Why? That was fun. That was what? such a good time of growth for me. I learned learn? a lot about myself. What did you I learn? was alone. I learned that I'm so fine without a man in my life, which I always kind of knew. And I am, I just relied on myself more for entertainment. I wasn't like, because there's always, you can always have guys around. If you're a chick, like you always say, you can always mm-hmm. have like a guy around. You can always do something or see someone. But I, I think I, a lot of us are oriented that way that we need to have, a, we need, something's wrong if there is not someone in our life. And I don't think I ever felt like anything was wrong. If there wasn't, there just always was. So I was like, how interesting would it be to try something different? Let me try my life without a man in it. So I did. Look how healthy I am now. I know. Perfect. See? Okay. There's a few tips to spotting a deadly dating personality. So here's what you should do. Listen to what they're saying when you speak with them. Don't interrupt or think of what you're going to say next. Really listen for the cues. Like my mom says, all the issues that you have are on the third date, and they will keep repeating themselves forever, so you should be paying attention and have your eyes open when you're going into a relationship. My mom says, the issues you have in the third date, you have forever. I'm trying it's to true. think of third dates. It's true. That I had. That's why you broke up with her. Like, whatever it was on the mm-hmm. third date, she talked to the waiter too long, which is what you hate. Hate that. Or she talked too much. Hate that. <laughs> <laughs> no, I want them to talk, but... Then there's people that don't talk, which annoy the hell out of me when you try to have a conversation with them. Like, they want to hang out with you all the time, but when you, you're you on one-on-one with them... They, they don't talk w- at all? They don't talk at I all. I don't even know people like that. I know people I like that. I can't even imagine living my life like that. Oh, my God. Okay, ask questions. I have you think ex-girlfriends they, like that. You do? You date quiet girl. Well, because you don't like people talking, which is ironic. No, but it's like, well, we'll talk on the internet, and then it's all good, and then when we get face-to-face and all that stuff... No talking at all, and then maybe they were. Shy. I need some kind of conversation, of course. But when Boring. I when it's time, not you think to talk they were anymore. shy or nervous. I don't know. Hmm. To be honest. Boring. Okay, ask questions. If you think they might be one of the seven deadly dating personalities, ask them questions. Then listen to the answers. Then ask questions on their answers. Watch if they fidget or don't want to make eye contact. Eye contact is huge. People who like talked up to the corner or whatever aren't looking at you. You want a guy to make eye, a man or a woman to make eye, eye contact. Ask them to describe a couple that they know who represents the perfect couple and why they think they have a perfect relationship. These answers will give you an insight into what they expect in a relationship. That's interesting. Like, do you look at any couple right now and you're like, they're the perfect couple. I would love to emulate their relationship. Yeah, I see a couple. A couple of couples. Good. There's this one couple that's they're actually musicians that I really like because they're always smiling. They're always happy. Every time I meet them, they're just having fun doing right. what they're doing. And they're and they're married. Yeah, and they're in a band together. Yeah, they're called Matt and Kim. Awesome. They're like the nicest people. It's you'll great when couple meet. people can work together and play together. Yeah. Um, ask them to describe the worst couple's relationship and why. This will also give you views on what's not acceptable acceptable in a relationship. Ask them why they want to be in a relationship. Listen very carefully to this answer. Why? Why does it, these are all the questions like you should ask someone anyway? Not the first date, not the second date, not probably like the third or fourth date. You could start having these first and second date. Just you should still ask questions, yeah. but you don't have to get into like what do you think about relationships because that might freak someone out. Don't you think? Yeah. If the first date a girl was like so, so menace. What's your ideal relationship sitch? Couple. So we so we need to talk. Menace, we need to talk. We need to have the talk. Oh, we have to, We actually have to go. We do. Um. We gotta wrap up on this Friday. We got it's margarita o'clock right now. It's oh my god! Should we go have margaritas? That's a great idea. That's a great friggin' idea. Okay, everyone. Um, let me make sure I read all my announcements. Oh, teaser. Okay. okay, Monday we'll be talking about how to seduce someone. I just want to tell you that. Oh, if you don't are, know you gonna, to, are you gonna give examples on how to seduce somebody? Yeah. And are you gonna do sex. it in your sexy voice? You you put the kibosh <laughs> on my sexy voice. I was going Why? there, and you did not let me be sexy, and you made me you ruined the whole mood for me. But it was, it was hilarious. Okay, honey. Um, and then, uh, yeah, that's all I got for you. Cool. It's a weekend. Happy Friday. Happy Free Friday. Thanks, everyone, for listening to the show. Before we go, we're at the Stitcher Studios. You we can, love Stitcher. You can download the app for your mobile phone, your smartphone, and listen to the show every single day. The app is free.
It's S T I T C H E R. Thank God it's Stitcher. spelled behind you. I know. I would never spell it right. Okay. Download it. Download it now. Thanks everyone for listening to Sex with Emily. Was it good for you? Email me feedback at sexwithemily.com. Hey everyone. Thanks for listening to Sex with Emily. I need to tell you about one of the great companies that's keeping my show free. Crazy Girl is an amazing product line that, well, makes you want to get naked. Crazy Girl's Wannabe Naked Intimate Shave Cream, also known as their infamous Coochie Cream, will make you crazy happy because it prevents ingrown hairs and shave bumps. It's especially good for all those tender places. If you want to get the Wannabe Naked Intimate Shave Cream or any of the other amazing products at CrazyGirlProducts.com, like their Orgasm Gel and Diva Dust, use coupon code EMILY25 for 25% off anything. That makes the shave cream only $13. Do you know how expensive a wax is? That's coupon code EMILY25 for 25% off anything at crazygirlproducts.com. Or you can visit sexwithemily.com and get all the info you need there. Thanks for listening. Enjoy the show. Hi, everyone. Thanks for listening to Sex with Emily. I no longer have the Friends with Benefits program. My podcast is completely free so that you can always enjoy Sex with Emily. Thanks for listening. (laughs) 